Last week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. If one of these statues comes alive, I'm running out. The heroes encountered a regiment of stone guardians. Step forward ten feet into the room. And you can just sense it before you see it. Defending the floor's central chamber. <laughs> All six sets of eyes open. Roll for it. Oh, no. And when a tactical gamble backfired. There are a few moments as a GM where you're like, amazing. I just had one of those moments. Trap. The statues began moving in for the kill. You just put all oh, three of no. in a trap. Oh, no. Oh, amazing. <laughs> the adventure continues. Oh, boy. Here comes 15 D6 oh, damage. Oh, God. Metra. Oh, no. No. I wasn't going to do it. I really wasn't going to do it. And I know at least one of you is not going to be pleased with me doing it. But I'm going to do it. With the start of today's episode, episode 275 of the Glass Cannon Podcast, I'm officially starting the road to 300. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so I don't know what you could mean. Road to 300, Matthew. Your thoughts? Load up the trunk. We're heading on the road. <laughs> I mean, what's more arbitrary than creating an arbitrary date to start arbitrarily marching towards another arbitrary number? I knew you'd love it. <laughs> <laughs> Why weren't we on the road to 300 yesterday? Yeah. Why aren't we on the road to 301 now? We've always been on the road. Like, I know in December is going to be Christmas, but I don't start getting excited until October 1st. Same thing. <laughs> now it's 275, 25 weeks till 300. Oh, I wonder what we're going to get. Matthew, what, what year is this? This is 2021. Well, isn't that an arbitrary number? Like, why, why do we pick the birth of some random Galilean? So suppose <laughs> it was born and say, like, oh, let's start counting our years from then. It's so arbitrary. We pick something and we go with it. That's what humans do. <laughs> I'm not objecting to counting, Skid. <laughs> I'm objecting to celebrating a random number Yet, just because it's I have even. heard you frequently in conversations use the year. Yes, I, I do use a number to, to mark the year. You know what? Now that I think about it, we've been to your apartment. Have you seen any numbers there? Are you a number denier? Oh. <laughs> I've not seen any pictures of numbers. I've not seen any yes. framed numbers anywhere no. in his apartment. I haven't, I haven't discussed this with all of you, but I guess I, guess I should come clean. I'm a... I'm an alphabetologist. I only use letters to mark things. <laughs> wow. Wow. This is episode 300 talk. Yeah, it's this so is big. Juicy. I know. Alphabetologist. Wow. I wonder if that's actually a thing. Matthew, have you ever purchased a greeting card for anyone that was uh, on a milestone year? you ever purchased someone a you're 16 or happy 50th no i usually just get them a happy birthday card. right so you, you you don't do the milestone birthdays i might write if it's their birthday in the card like hey you're 50 years old if that's something they care about and do they ever like read it and say like who cares it's just an arbitrary number <laughs> and then <laughs> throw the card in your face rip it up and <laughs> rip it to shreds <laughs> shove it in your mouth until you're choking on the shot like at the end of goonies just fucking throw it at you <laughs> 
<laughs> maybe it's maybe it's have, have you ever considered that maybe it's not the number that i'm objecting to and the way you guys just like hype yourself <laughs> like without without any filter whatsoever just <laughs> endlessly hype yourselves you almost never hang out with troy and i in the middle of a convention like we usually see you at the live show we hype each other up over the dumbest shit like every 15 minutes we're just like it's gonna change everything (laughs) every 15 minutes (laughs) follow us around a convention floor if you want to see self-hyping to a ridiculous degree The number of times I've said, and we will be millionaires. Yeah. To Joe. Today. I said it just today. Today. Walking to Dunkin' Donuts. The number of times he discusses buying islands. <laughs> buying private islands. And then that's when we buy our first island. Hype gets you, you know, there, there's, gotten, scientific, those emails. there's scientific studies that, that you know, if you, if, you, if you get excited about things, it, it's, it's good for your body. It's good to be hyped up about things. It can create, uh, you know, neuroplasticity. It can create new pathways in your brain to then find the way to make those things happen. I think it's good to get excited, Matthew. Maybe if you got more excited, you'd have less hair on your chest and more hair on your head. <laughs> You know, Troy, my mom has read The Secret, too. You want me to put your It's not first? just The Secret. It's just psychological truth. Anyways, I'm excited for 300. Um, I'm just excited to play with you all. Well, Every episode. Well, I'm, I'm only excited for the landmark ones, the milestone eps. The rest is just filler. Um, no, but it'd be nice if we could end on 300. Wouldn't that be great if 300 was the ending? It won't be, but... Uh, what was our original prediction? Like 160-something episodes? <laughs> didn't, didn't we think Did that, we say that at a time, like early on? In episode one, we're like, these normally take three years to complete. <laughs> <laughs> I remember making our first ever, I made the first ever spreadsheet of the show, uh, of like the episode release dates, the when we needed the edits done by, who was checking off the edits, checking off of whatever, intros, etc., and just doing one of those like Excel spreadsheet, grab the corner of the cell and then have it go, you know what I mean? And I pulled it to like, uh, like 180 or something like that. And I was just like, <laughs> we'll never get that far. Uh, you know, have, that's covered forever. And it was into like 2020, you know what I mean? And this is in yeah. 2015. And I was wow, just like, it's laughable. Uh, yeah, exactly. And uh, now it's all passed. It's yeah. all gone. We used that sheet for like three weeks. Yep. Yeah. It's garbage. It's a relic. We'll sell it and become millionaires. <laughs> Buy islands. It's garbage, just like our former loot sheet that somehow mysteriously got deleted. Oh, oh boy. I don't know how you guys track loot anymore. I think you're just like, nah. Joe deleted the loot sheet. And uh, with that, I decided to abdicate responsibility for keeping track of it. Yeah. So we don't keep track of loot uh, or NPCs yeah. uh, or plot lines. Oh, speaking of which. Before we get into anything, I want a juicy little check on that Matic. Do we do the Matic? Oh, you didn't get it. I'm sorry. He failed. He tried. Failed the Matic check. And now, like at the pace of this game, we will be in this current day until episode 299. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, your first day of book six was a real thumper. You guys flew to the the cast, no, what was it called? Tower, did all that, went up the chain, came in, fought three or four combats. It's like a 15 episode day. Yeah, it's a long day. Uh, but you've made progress, and now you feel like you are outside of the doors, perhaps to the engine room that Renfall spoke of. What's in there? You don't know. It was very confusing the way he talked about it. Um, but you got to contend with these 
animated statues, these stone golems. Um, three are down, three are still left. I think we should just get right into it today. Ooh. Um, Ooh. We left off with Nestor uh, landing the killing blow on one. Now none of them are visible to any of you but gaseous clay over there. <laughs> it is Metra's turn. That's usually when Joe comes in with that. Yeah. I'm a little behind. I didn't know you were jumping right in. Yeah, I want to get in. Give me a warning. I want to have juicy out. There it is. There we go. There's the juice. That goes back to before this was a podcast. Unfortunately, Joe is not in this dim light that the rest of us are in. This is true. This is true. What you're saying is a fact. That uh, and given that these creatures are immune to magic, I'm pretty limited in what I can do to help. Yeah, but they're also he's made a gas. He's made a gas. <laughs> My daddy always said, "Never trust a man what's made a gas." Can you? <laughs> <laughs> you said you were immune to crits last week, but can you still be hit when you're made a gas? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so how they just take a mischance or uh well i get dr10 magic so unless there are there attacks magic for the purposes of bypassing dr maybe maybe not yeah so i mean if they are then i'll just die but uh, if they're not magic if they're just regular attacks you just take 10 less damage yeah on each hit yeah so it's dr10 yeah if they all gang up on you and start pounding away, that can add up. Especially where you're still staggered for five more rounds out of seven. Right, Brutal. right. But it's they can only really, once I move, only one's really going to be able to get to me at a time. And Nestor is just going to pick them all off. So, like, I think he'll be fine. He just has to outlast the damage with the DR, hopefully. But if their attacks are magical for bypassing the DR, then it's that's really bad shape. Uh, okay. <sighs> Yeah, all right, Dogworth, all right. Well, what? He's just going to slowly float towards you. He's fine. Just let everybody come in here and let Nestor kill them all. No, I can do something. Don't use high-level spell slots. Yeah, don't waste do no not spells. Waste spell slots. Use them all. How do you feel about a third-level spell? I'll take a third. Right. Third's good. Uh, Metra is going to move forward until she's within 30 feet of Dogworth. Okay. And then... She will cast haste. Ah. All of us are hasted. Oh yeah, nice. Mm. Which gives extra attacks to Baron and Baron and Nestor. Yeah, beautiful. And, and you should get some more movements. And that will dispel. I think that just it, counters slow. It oh yeah, sure does counter spells. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Haste dispels slow. Oh, beautiful. So I was going to tell you. Jeez, oh I, man, I forgot about that. Now I wish I wasn't even gaseous. <laughs> yeah, because you could just use your boots, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was going to tell you after the fight. I, I didn't like, realize that. Well, yeah, I guess I could have rolled Knowledge Arcana to see if you would know that, but I yeah, never knew it's, that. It's at the bottom of it's the spell description. It's always at the bottom. I completely forgot yeah. about it. However, should you fail again, slow dispels haste. Um, so it's a <laughs> oh, yeah, and it's just a free action for them. Way street. Are you done, Metra? Yeah, I'm done. Are you done? I'm done. All right. Uh, the one that was uh, that moved up last round and then didn't do anything else. Steps forward and free action. Boom. Give me a will save, Dogworth. Come on, Dal. Got this, buddy. Nope. Same exact natural five. Same exact natural five. Thirteen. Thirteen. Now, this statue is in a good position here because you are slowed and it can take two attacks on you and is not visible. 
to your allies to yeah, fire. Yeah, he just has to. Doggo just has to get deeper into the room, and then we're fine. Let's stick with Neon Green. Uh, she's been doing all right for me the past few weeks. Let's see if she keeps going with another nat twenty. Natty nineteen, pretty damn close. That is going to be a hit. Um, their attacks are not magical, so you will. Uh, are you still gaseous? Yeah, you still gassy. <laughs> All right, that is going to be twenty-one points of damage. Excuse me, twenty points of damage, of which you'll take ten. Ten. Very cool. Second yes. attack. Ooh, I think that's going to be another hit with a thirty-eight. Everything is going to hit. Uh, you don't have to ask. You don't have to mention it. Only a natural one will miss. Another twenty points of damage, of which you'll take. I could do this all day. (laughs) (laughs) The other two do not act. Goes to the top of the next round, and it is Dalgrith's turn. He's doing something. He's doing something. Something's up. Something is up. Uh, Dalgrith will move five feet deeper into the hall. Deeper forward or deeper back? Deeper back toward Nestor and Baron. Okay. Drawing these statues to you. Yes. Okay. Baron. Okay, uh, these things are going to be moving slowly down the hallway, so Baron wants to be able to uh, get a good shot off at them. So he's going to move uh, 15 feet forward and adjacent to Metra uh, in order to prepare for a shot. And he's going to go ahead and burn a first-level spell. Ooh! Uh, he's going to actually step back a foot. He's going to burn a first level spell and cast long shot on himself to give himself 50 feet of range. Mm. That's nice. Just, that's smart. Uh, Nestor. Nestor is going to delay until he can see some giants or uh, golems. Yep. Nothing to shoot at. Don't want to burn those. The ability to take a full attack. Metro, what do you do? Uh, Metro will back up next to Nestor. Mm-hmm. And she'll ready in action. Uh, does this have spell resistance? Yes. If they come within range of her, she will cast a spell. Ooh. They come within range of her. Any one of them, you'll cast. If any anime comes spell. within range of her, I will cast a spell. Okay. Any anime comes within? <laughs> All right. Uh, the one that's been... JoJo's uh, jo- Bizarre Adventure shows up. Dun, 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 dun. The one that's been going after Dalgrith here uh, does step forward in, into the range that Nestor can shoot at. Okay, but it doesn't interrupt. Because yeah, I didn't really. He, d- he delayed. So ah, you delayed. delayed. Okay, so it will take a five foot step and uh, do a full attack on Dalgrith. Dalgrith! First attack is prob. Well, no, 29. Every single thing except a natural one. I'm not kidding. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, great. Because my AC goes down with this. E- even on the later attacks with the minuses he takes? Uh, they were the same. My AC is, yeah, so. Uh, 21 points of damage, so you'll take 11. Okay. And then... Uh, My AC is effectively 18 now. Okay. Ugh. Second attack's definitely a hit. But he was hitting all the time anyway, so yeah. I was like, I'll take the DR over the higher Yeah, AC. totally, yeah. Uh, 22 points of damage on the second one, of which you'll take 12. So chip, chip. Chipping away. This does actually activate my ready deck. Oh, ah, okay. So technically, this would have happened. Yeah, uh, this could before. stop the damage. Right. Uh, don't worry, it's not going to have that much of a, uh, okay. that much of an effect. I found the spell that has no spell resistance. Ah, huh? acid splash. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Was that a first level, level wizard over there? <laughs> Can't trip him up. 
<laughs> and I'm going to surely miss the 14 against touch. Uh, 14 against touch is a pretty big target. You're within range and you take no penalties. It is engaged in melee, it's engaged though. With melee. Oh, it's engaged in melee oh, with dog. And you have so to shoot through Baron. Oh, man. Well, what's the total? So 10 with cover, I guess. 10, but then it gets the cover because of Baron. Soft cover. Although it's really tall. I'm taller than Baron. Well, all right. So I'll tell you, that hits exactly. Nice. Here it comes. Was it 1d3? 1d3 points of acid damage. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Get it, Mitra. Two points of acid damage. Could have been one. Doubled it. It all goes through. (laughs) Did you guys think that in book six... You'd see a little acid splash that wasn't used to kill a troll. I was hoping. (laughs) You should be ashamed. (laughs) All my things have spell resistance. Uh, All right, Nestor, do you want to act now? Yes, Nestor will act. I am going to unleash a full attack with rapid shot and haste. Okay. So this should exhaust my fire arrows for sure. That is a natty 18 on the many shots. Yep. And uh, I'm going to say more than half the creature is visible, so you're good. Okay. Uh, That is 56 points of damage. Okay. And the only one that will take DR off of it. Okay. Second attack uh, is a 32. 32 is a hit. Okay. Uh, Ooh. Uh, 47 points of damage. Yowza. All right. That all goes through. Yep. Nice. Third attack, still at full bonus. Natural one. Oh, come on. To confirm? Uh, to confirm is a, is, see, math, uh, 38. So. 38? Okay, so not a confirmed fumble. All right. Amazing for the third attack. Okay, fourth attack is a... That is a 27 against flat-footed. 27 against flat-footed is a hit. Oh, nice. Uh, That is 57 points of damage. And then there were two. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And then there were two, and it is the two of their turn. Uh, One of them moves up to, uh, they're kind of flanking the hallway leading into the room with the hexagonal uh, platforms. And they just stay there. Top of the next round, Dalgrith. They just stay there? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm moving! You hear a voice emanate from this misty, shadowy form. Uh, he'll just... You know, I wonder if he can click his heels when he's in gaseous form. The first line says, The subject and all its gear becomes insubstantial, misty, and translucent. Its material armor becomes worthless, though its size, dexterity, and deflection bonuses stay the same. So I, I, just, I don't know if he can use, like, spell trigger items like that. But I think you can. Like, I... Unless it says specifically that you can't use... Yeah, the the it's written to negate your armor capabilities of protection, not necessarily the magical attributes of items you have, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. But you already have haste. The haste is just taken over. I don't have slow. Haste. He lost it when I, I lost slowed it. him again. He slowed me. Oh, I thought Troy's is like, well, they they won't stack. She's going to keep slowing. No, it me. kills it. It's just like haste kills slow. Slow kills haste. I got it. Uh, yeah. Ugh. This is tough. This is a weird spot. Um, I'm just gonna spend another round moving down. So what am I at? Five? That's five rounds. Oh no, it got restarted. Yeah. And did you roll how many rounds? It's flat seven. It's always seven. Yeah. 
All right, so he'll just just ignore Dalgrith. <laughs> Go on with your combat, all right? Dalgrith keeps creeping back. It's Baron's turn. Uh, if this feels like a game of chicken, really. Uh, instinct is to delay. Um, but then again, I don't want to move turn. So I'm going to move forward to 5, 10, 15, 20. I'm going to hopefully uh, allow Dalgrith to kind of pass ships with me sooner rather than later. Right, so as Dalgrith is backing down the hall, Baron edges ever closer. Um, all right, that's Baron's turn. Metra. Um, yeah, they're just going to wait for us, aren't they? Yeah, it's almost as if they're guarding those double doors leading towards the center of this floor. Mm. Almost as if. Just had an idea. They don't want to leave their post. They want to kill you with impunity. I think it's so Troy can move them and then do something when he moves instead of having to double move. But I'm going to delay. So if you cast haste, it just counters and dispels slow. So you're even again. Right. Then if you cast haste again, you're hasted. Right. Oh, so you're yeah. not slowed then. That slow just no, dispelled because, haste? No, because that haste that you cast on him dispelled his slow. So he's back to normal. Oh, no, no, no. This is what I'm, yeah, this is what I'm asking. So, like, yeah. should I be normal instead of... If it dispels and doesn't actually I mean, sorry, take over, then, yeah, no, you would be normal. We just kind of assumed that you were slowed again. Slowed again. again. But sl- that just dispelled your haste, and then they would have to do it again. But he never got hasted because he had haste cast on him to negate a slow condition. Right. He just that's so right. He's back already to slow again. Ex- right. Yes. It's a stage. Yes. There's three stages of being slow or hasted. Right. And Joe is the slowest of all. Yep. Okay. You guys remember those like golf carts that had like a a, a rabbit symbol and like a turtle symbol and like you yeah. change the speed and there was a neutral one. That's mm-hmm. kind of what Joe's in. Yeah. It is Metra's turn. Metra, Metra delays. Metra delays. Nestor. All right, Nestor, understanding that they were refusing to come out and play, is going to use his hasted speed to invisibly move up exactly 60 feet, so you can see two of them. And he is going to take one shot against the southernmost one now that he's in view of the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a 32 to hit. That hits. And that is... Ooh, man. That is 54 points of damage. 54 points of damage. Subject, of course, to DR. But, of course. Uh, so an arrow just comes out of nowhere. A flaming, zappy arrow. Flaming, flaming McZaps uh, hits this statue. Hmm. That's my favorite Frank Zappa record. <laughs> Uh, all right. Hmm. Top of the next round, it is Dalgrith's turn. Dalgrith is going to say, Baron, I'm going to try and get a look in that room. I've got an idea. All right. He's going to click his heels. Mm-hmm. And that D slows him. Mm-hmm. He was slowed. So he's going to be de-slowed. Okay. Uh... Then, uh... You're normal again. His, um... Gaseous form is going to go straight up 20 feet. Oh. Up into the air. Gain flight? Mm-hmm. 20 feet up. Okay. And that's it? Yeah, that's the most he can move right now. 
Okay. Baron. Um, Baron is going to use the advantage of Nestor being there invisibly. Um, no, he doesn't have seeing visibility. He's going to kind of move forward. And even if he doesn't move there, he's going to bump into Nestor and stop moving. And he is going to use that line of sight and his 50 feet. Well, he didn't even need the long shot, actually, to shoot at the statue further, furthest to the north, guarding the doors to the engine room. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Single shot. Misfire. Oh, no. No, Nelly. Oh, no. Uh, and you don't get an additional move action as haste. You just get to move further, correct? Correct. Yeah. All right. Then that is his turn. I think this is second edition. Uh, <laughs> all right. The southernmost one will act. 5, 10, 15, 20 slides up and uh, will take a slam on Baron. A Baron slam. You get that boost your AC, though, with haste. Is that? That's correct. Yeah. Uh, all right, so not giant subtype. I uh, don't think it's going to matter with your AC. This is going to be a 34. A Baron dodges out of the way oh. at the last second as this monumental brass arm swings down and chips oh. marble out of the floor. <laughs> Do you remember Minderhall's Valley? I meant to mention this last week because I was thinking about it mid-fight. Uh, you guys fought those clay statues, and uh, we did art. Yeah, we they're full of worms. Worms, yeah, inside. that's right. Yeah. The uh, Benios, Benios, Benios. Yeah. Right. That was uh, yeah. Shades of things. I love that artwork. It's like you're right behind Nestor as he's firing, and in the yeah. distance oh, yeah. you see Sir Will like riding under one of their yeah. legs. Yeah. It looked like the Easter Island statues. Yeah, yeah. The bodies. Atkins, man, Robert Atkins, full of worms. Uh, all right, so that one will move into the initiative order after Baron. It is Metra's turn. All right, uh, I'm going to need the Southern Golem to please roll a reflex save. Okay, I'll allow it. Sticking with the neon. It's good to have neon back. Maybe I'll just finish with neon. Although, baby blue. It's a long march. It's a long march. Uh, reflex save is a fail with a 14. You fall into a hungry, hungry pit. Oh, it's so hungry. <laughs> right, and that, uh, obviously, that yeah. magic isn't affecting it. No spell resistance. No spell resistance. The fall into a hungry pit. Okay, uh, give me that damage right now. Sorry, I didn't cast Hold Monster. I cast Hungry Pit. And your Hungry Pit is uh, a 10 by 10, so big enough for these creatures. Big enough for this creature. Mm -hmm. And so that is 10 feet for two caster levels. So that is an 80-foot pit. So it's going to be 86 of falling damage. Okay. Get my old dice roll (laughs) up. 29 points of falling damage. Nice. Okay. Uh, one thing I forgot to do, which I am going to retcon, I need Nestor and Baron to roll a will save. Oh, right. Hands off the chest piece. Uh, you, uh, you guys are both hasted. Oh, wait. So if you fail, you'll be back Just to normal. Back yeah. to normal. Got will, it. Will. Which would suck. They have really good will. Oh, fuck. Natural one. Again. 28. 28. Uh, All right, so Nestor's back to normal, but he's got a fish in a barrel here, and then Baron, you are still hasted. Um, what is my damage on upon falling and then eating, getting eaten? You want to do the eating on my turn? No, just do the whole thing now. Just eat me. Just eat me. And does Nestor need to... <laughs> just eat me. Does Nestor need to make a reflex save being adjacent <gasps> to an edge? 
Teacher! At the end of Nesta's turn. Yeah, at the end of Nesta's turn. Teacher! Nesta's about to fall! Nesta's about to fall! Thank you. I appreciate that, Baron. Um, Bottle cap? <laughs> and I no longer appreciate it. You should have seen the mischievous look on Grant's face. Like, Bottle cap? The thought in my head is like, I will narc on my fellow PC as much as possible if it means bottle cap. Yeah. He's addicted to bottle caps. He'll do anything. Might as well He'll do anything. You're addicted to bottle caps. You can't sleep. You can't eat. There's no doubt. 40 dancers in black dresses and pantyhose behind them. Oh, yeah. Your hot sweats. (laughs) Your teeth grind. (laughs) And you're mine. Another cap. And you'll be mine. How much damage? 29 (laughs) points of falling damage. Okay. And then eight points of of bludgeoning damage as it constricts you. Oh. All right. I'm not going to take all 29. I got to you. Ooh, bypasses the, the bludgeoning of a of a pit bypasses D. The bludgeoning does the falling. Well, is falling damage back? No, probably not. Probably uh, not. All right, you said nine points of eating. Eight points of eating. Eight points of eating. <laughs> Dr. Ground. <laughs> DR. DR 10 ground DR 10 ground. the earth ground bypasses yeah. uh, all right okay I wish I had that on my so shoulder good. not not great Nestor you are uh, up as Baron mentioned you don't want to end your turn on that square. I'd rather not. what is the DC to, to to avoid falling into the pit if you're standing next to it DC 21 I'm going to take my chances. Wow, I love it. I'm going to take my chances. You had some ones coming out. It's because the edges of the pit are sloped, apparently. Oh, interesting. Okay, so he's just like kind of like leaning back with uh, his his body weight, and he's going to unleash a full regular rapid shot attack on the one further away, actually. Oh, okay. Smart. Uh, That is, first one is a 32 to hit. 32 hits. Uh, that is a total of 49 points of damage. Okay. Um, first time that one was hit. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So that was, that was not a multi-shot. So this, this, I'll do the mini shot now. Okay. All right. Second attack. Uh, oh crap. That was a mistake. Uh, that's probably missed. 27. 27 is a hit. Oh, it is? Yes. Uh, against five. Okay, cool. Is it prone, though? Does it get a plus four to its AC? I wish it was. It should have laid down. Uh, ooh, 68 points of damage. All goes through. Beautiful. 68 hit points left. Oh, yeah! my goodness. <laughs> yeah. All right, and now he will tilt his bow downwards and shoot into the pits. God, is he going to fall in after this? Uh, let's see. First one attack is a 28. That's, 28 that's a hit. To hit. Left footed AC. Uh, that is 42 points of damage. Okay. And final attack. Come on, baby. Come on. Ooh, uh, that is a natty 16. That is a 31 to hit. Two things. One, it's dead. <laughs> Two, roll a reflex. Okay. He can take a five foot step. That's true. Uh, that's well, true. actually, I'm blocked, though. 
Oh, you can say oh, no, I'm not. Good right there. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'll step back. Yeah, Matthew. It's almost, you. You it's are just in the mood. I'm playing the game to win. <laughs> you take the fun. Right <laughs> let me just for fun. Let me see. Yeah. Natty 18. Ah, ah, right. Right, you son of a bitch. It's fun again. You're right. That was more fun. <laughs> <laughs> the question I have, though, the hungry pit is its own dimension. Yes. Yeah, it's an okay. extra dimensional extra space. Dimension. I would think 80 feet, 80 feet beneath us would be the sky. We've right. talked about that before. Yeah, yeah you dropped one of those on the platform outside 100 episodes ago. Right. Yeah. At least that's what it feels like. All right, you are out of combat as far as you can tell. That's what it feels like playing with all of you. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode feels like episode 300. Um, the animated statues, these stone golems are defeated. They lie in crumbles about the floor. Six hexagonal um, pedestals concentric with each other. Um, they each have like dual hexagons concentric with each other, emanating conjuration magic still. But the enemies have been defeated. Instead of double doors lead to. Yeah. Do- so Dogrith is going to be like, this spell won't last long. I think I could get a look inside. I'll make it fast. And he's up 20 feet and he just starts flying through the room towards the double doors. Wait, can you... You're still a gas. You have to... You Can you... Are you incorporeal? No, I'm just a gas. So you, you can just seep through solid objects? No, but if there is any seam, I can get through. Mm. So... Uh, so that's what I want to do before this thing runs out. Um, I mean, it, it has 10 minutes, so there, there's a decent amount of time. But basically, he wants to fly up to, the, like, the top of these doors and see if there is, you know, uh, even the slightest seam um, between the door and, and where it meets the wall enough for, like, a gas to just sort of seep in uh, to see if he can see what's inside and do a little scouting. All right, you fly towards the door. You look at this door and you're like, I don't even think we could open this by ourselves. Like, you'd all have to work together to open the door. This massive door. However, there is a a crack that a gas could fit through. Okay. He's going to seep through it. There's only one reason Troy allowed a crack in the door. Because it's instant death on the other side. (laughs) Once I found love... It was take me, take me through, <laughs> take take me through, Calgon, take me away. Let this gas seep through this crack. <laughs> that sounds like a wedding vow or something. And may this gas seep through this crack as you take this man. <laughs> there are stairs leading downward. Aha! Tricky. Into... A large open space. Can you see in dim light? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to reveal the stairs for you. Huge, huge stairs leading down. That's some big stairs. So he'll stay near the ceiling so as to just not attract any notice, perhaps. Coltrane, giant steps. Beyond the end of the stairs, the room opens up into an enormous circular space. It's dark except for this dim light emanating from the mechanism within. (gasps) Look at this thing! In the middle (laughs) of this insane looking room, 
sits a huge, cylindrical, open-topped steel tank that seems to be exuding a luminous mist towards the ceiling. And that's providing the soft, glowing light throughout the room. The only light, dim though it may be, looks like the core part of this mechanism is about 18 feet tall and you can see deeper in 20 feet in diameter. The tank looks like it's equipped with a dozen or so three-foot-thick elbow-shaped pipes coming out of the tank about 10 feet above the floor and disappearing into vents in the floor. And the entire mechanism is surrounded by four black stelae in the four cardinal directions of the room, each engraved with mystic symbols. Wow. Between the ring of tubes and the rim of the vat, a circular array of several dozen rectangular niches, each spaced five degrees apart, surround the entire surface of the cylinder. And it looks like each of the niches hold a silver plaque about one foot square, one inch thick, and they look pretty heavy from where you're standing. Wait, didn't we see something like this? You did. And they are also engraved with astronomical symbols right. and numbers Wait, in where? giant. We what? saw the them plates. on like shelving. There was oh, like oh, right. These pieces of silver. Yeah, in the room where Dalgreath got ambushed. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We That's tried to right. sort through them all and figure out what they meant, but we weren't quite sure. Ah. Yes. You skid said something when you heard about astronomy. You were like, oh, maybe it's navigational right. in nature. Right. Well, now that you see it again, perhaps skid was correct. You can see from where you're standing that some of the plaques glow a dark red in color, while a few of them have assumed a dull pink hue of incandescence. Many of the plaques are sooty and distorted, showing signs of wear, whereas the other ones you saw were still in good condition. Around the central tank, the four upright, ten-foot-tall rectangular stelae at the cardinal points bear signs Sorry, upon them. S-T-E-L-A-E. Stelae, I think. I Is think it? Stelae. What is that? They're like um, like the monolith from 2001. Okay. A, a stele is a, just a, 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 a monolithic like stone. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mayans use them. Often serves as a gravestone. Um, these stelae uh, at the cardinal points bear signs that are clearly related to the astronomical symbols on the silver plaques. I'm kind of giving you more information than you'd have once you get in there. You'll see it a little bit better, but you can see it from where you are if you have... Uh, the ability to see in dim light. It seems like the symbols on the stelae, stelae you can see match the symbols uh, on the plaques. Lastly, you can see four circular hatches positioned on the floor around the tank in the spaces between the stelae. What <laughs> do you do? Do you do? So are these the hatches or the stelae? The stelae. Okay. Uh, I'm going to just do one quick perception to see uh, if anything hidden, uh, a defense mechanism, a creature of some kind, just from afar. Mm -hmm. Uh, See if I can happen to catch anything. Ooh, 34 perception. 34 perception. Looking for traps or, or hidden creatures or something dangerous specifically. 
You see neither. All right, then he will ease in gaseous form back out the door. Come down. Materialize. Dispel it. Materialize. Pick up his sword. Fall 2d6 feet. Uh, <laughs> six points of damage. <laughs> six points. Uh, he, he'll pick up his sword uh, and explain... <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally materializes thirty feet in the air. Why didn't ah! I just, why why didn't I just wait? Yeah. And got down the, the ground. <laughs> I was in a rush. Just hasty. Um, and uh, begs immediately. Begs for wanding. I could use a little too. I will. I think you've used your wanding for the day, Dalgrith. All right, Metric, come here. I've used an entire wand myself. How much are you this down? morning? I'm down twenty five from the trap. But I mentioned Dordis forty-eight. Um. Okay. Oh, four charges will get you nineteen points. Great. And I'm just keeping honest with these four charges. And then, how far are you down? One hundred and fourteen. Oh, are man. you serious? Oh, yeah, man. I'm gonna roll fourteen d8. Hard times. We are oh, Deathbringer. <laughs> we are running low on healing. <laughs> oh no. You get back <laughs> on the first floor. Yeah. <laughs> Ninety-two hit points. Gee, is that good? Or do you want more? I would like more. Uh well that is too bad. <laughs> I can tell you there were because uh, you guys didn't look, uh there was no uh no items of import on the animated statues. How much more down are you? Twenty two. Still down I still want to examine the bases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to do that while they're healing? Sure. Um, I, too, am all about three that Three charges. <laughs> Damn it, Skid. Don't worry, Skid. It's no trouble. <laughs> you guys are just fantastic. Uh, <laughs> three charges for 21 points. Give me an Arcana, Matthew. Okay. Metra, actually, but... Yeah, Matthew's Arcana. Knowledge Arcana. <laughs> Not as good as <laughs> Very low. Uh, only at 22. 22. They seem to be linked to teleportation. Hmm. Hmm. Ooh. But the statues were always there, right? Statues were there when you came in. They never left. More didn't come. But it's possible they could be pulled out of there or brought to there when needed. Well, I wonder if there are a bunch of these around the, the castle. Let's, the- let's stand on one and see where we go. <laughs> we could. Let's fucking do that. Yeah. Man. I'm so, that, that's very strange. I mean, it might be that they have one set of these sentry golems that they move from station Place to station. The, yeah, maybe. Uh, super cool. Uh, <laughs> did we search the room for anything else? Um, you didn't. Uh, if you guys want to give me some perceptions. Yeah. 29. Uh, 34. 30. Uh, 37, 39. Oh, wait. Uh, yeah. Was your stone cunning, Baron? Uh, 39. 39. None of you see anything, and you don't see any secret doors. Okay. I think it was a 40 for some. I'm just kidding. That's why I keep asking. Just saying never to quite know. All right. Um, it's actually 45 against traps. No traps. Okay. Even on the door. Especially the door. And we should say, just because stone kind of gives a bonus against secret doors, does not mean that anyone else's 
perception checks wouldn't pick up secret doors. Of course. Yeah. So what do you think, Metra? You want to go stand on a platform and see where you go? Well, let's see what's in that engine room first and see what we can learn. I already told you there's nothing in there. <laughs> there's nothing remotely interesting in there. Uh, more storage. <laughs> Try a bunch of morgues. <laughs> trying to keep it all for himself. <laughs> I will have the engine room. We need to uh, attempt to uh, invoke Renfall as we enter the engine room to see if there's anything he can do, even if he yeah. had no real faith that we could. Can't we call for it? but be like... Meet us in the engine room. I think he said he would get a sense when we were in there, so if we all kind of go in, he might appear. All right. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He Let's knows if you're in the engine room. Santa Claus or God! <laughs> all right. I find it hard to distinguish between the two. I know they're basically... Isn't that like the whole thing with the Trinity? Like, it's, it's, it's a debate between... The Father, the Son, the Father, and, Jesus, and, yeah, and Santa Are they Claus? separate entities? Are they the same... <laughs> We had whole heresies devoted to figuring this question out. How about a strength check? To open the door? To open the doors. Okay. Uh, I'm going to need three of you. All right. So one person do it. And actually, as many as you want to aid, you might as well all roll it. So who wants to be the primary strength roller? I'll do it. Okay. Give me your roll. You give me your roll. Come on, dude. (laughs) Whatever, dude. Uh, I take 20. Okay. Um, So... uh, yeah. Poop your pants. <laughs> Four of you finally get up. What smells? Yeah, what's that? Nothing. I don't know what you're talking about. It's Nothing. probably the engine. Nothing. Did you put another gaseous form there, Dalgreath? It's the exhaust. It's the exhaust from the engine. It's right there on the rules. If you take 20 on a strength check, do you poop your pants? Right. Just uh, head in there and I'll be right with you. Punishment for failing your roll. You poop your pants. Fall, just, it fail forward, as it were. If you fail by five or more, you poop your pants. If you never poop your pants opening a door, you're doing it wrong. I love the thought of expending that much effort to open a door. Uh, it's like, I know, I've almost got it. Oh! I'm really, it's oh, just no. enough. To, oh no! It's just enough to make you feel uncomfortable for the rest of the day, too. Yeah. Yeah. How am I going to get these off? Oh god! Oh. Right, I'm going to have to take my armor off and then what a mess! Drop my pant, my underwear down the moon door. Put them on the on the pedestal. See where they go. Yeah, see where my yeah, see, see where my poop. Someone on the go. other side of this thing is for a, in for a that nasty would surprise. Amazing. So Dalgrith walks around in just his tidy whities and leather armor for the rest of the John until we get to whatever room that's in, and it's just like three monsters standing around like, what yeah. the fuck are <laughs> these? Who did this? Who did this? The medium sized creature. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait. Wait. Was that Jerry in accounting again? Did he send us poopy pants up the chute? That's a prank. <laughs> Hang on. I'm very confused. You poop your pants. And what you send are the pants you wear and not the tidy whities you pooped into. No, no, no. He's got <laughs> extra tidy whities. Ah, he doesn't have I extra see. pants. I see. Always carries a change the of tidies. The whole bundle it gets on the, puts on the pedestal. It's amazing. <laughs> so you open the door. Yes. Get past the stink, and you all see that I'm not repeating the flavor text. Okay. All right. I'd like um, you to read the flavor text again. I can't do it. Can we read that all back? Right. Read, that, read back the tape. How about a knowledge engineering for... Well, okay. You guys... All right. I'm going to roll knowledge engineering. Uh, I don't do that well. I get a total of a 15. But at the same time, I'm also going to pull out the plates we put into the bag of holding to see mm. if any of them react as they are close to these things. They don't react, but you very quickly see that they match 
they're like replacements uh, replacements a second set like a, a fuse or something yeah mm-hmm. they well, don't they don't glow obviously uh, but some of them you can see now some are bright red and others a uh, dull pink the ones that we have are no. even, okay just the ones that are installed yeah the ones are installed sooty um showing signs of wear um they look like over time they've contracted and uh yeah, they've like contracted and expanded part of me wants to replace the old ones but then that would be probably take the old ones out and see if the engine powers down yeah 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 i don't think we want to do maintenance on it i think we will just disable it yeah mist up top um just kind of like spilling out of the top of the thing but but like immediately contained like a a scientist's lab in a movie yeah like from a james whale movie just the Dry ice, right, like, right. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's what we're, we were. We didn't spend a lot on this set. We just put some dry ice on top. Right. <laughs> that's what you're seeing. Yeah. Um, back to your engineering check. Don't you wish you had the cloud en- engineer badge? Make a little bonus to that engineer check. You could wear it. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. Wait, you are wearing it. No, I'm wearing it. But it might be one of those. He'll give it back to Nestor. But it might be one of those things where, like, you have to wear it for 24 hours to benefit from its. I could wear it considering my Bane Baldrick is useless. Uh, continue around. <laughs> it seems like... What did you roll total? 15. Hmm. You're a dwarf. Yeah. Your dream is to retire in a sky citadel. I don't know if that's your dream anymore, but I feel like there was a time when that's all you wanted to see. And let's be clear. Sky citadels are on the ground. That is just, they reach the sky, which for dwarves where they came from underground is, you know, like being in the clouds. Just being able to see the sky. Quest for sky, baby. Yeah, baby. Sky citadels. It's amazing to think that you came into True Now being like, I just want to see one of these sky citadels. No, you saved two. Kragadan, and then what was the one near uh, where uh, Lork was reincarnated? Uh, Oh, um... God. All in the mountain. Do you remember? Yes. Yanderhall? Yanderhall. Yanderhall. Yeah. And we heard of the fallen uh, uh, Sky Citadel of Urgir. I always thought we would end up there. I did too. Always thought Rag, we'd end up Rag there. was from there, right? Yeah. Urgir is a fucked up place. Dogger yeah. has been there. Dogger spent, he spent a weekend there one night. Yeah. It's a dwarvish Sky Citadel. I think it was the greatest one that was that was in, taken over by orcs. orcs it's like moria yeah yeah, yeah lions of moria orc central mine. her gear all right so always 15 engineering men you've seen some cool things your people have built cool cool things you've never seen anything like this you you have a decent understanding of engineering you didn't roll very well on this cuz you're a little stymied by the, the magical nature of it. You get a sense that, like, maybe the steli are control panels that the cloud engineers could use to manually steer the castle. But how the hell it works, you don't know. Give me, if any of you can, knowledge nature oh, yeah. or knowledge arcana. Nature comes out as a 20. Okay. 17 arcana. 20 arcana. Can I do knowledge local? No, you may not. It's in the local area. (laughs) It's true. You see, everything I described to Dalgrith. Knowledge, uh, Dalgrith was the only one that hit it with a 20 arcana. Ooh. 
Now, don't forget, you rolled this check earlier when you saw these plates that, like, the symbols and the numbers are related to the stars appearing uh, in the skies of Galarian near the horizon. Mm-hmm. So some, there must be some sort of interplay between these stelae and the position of the numbers to be able to manipulate them. But this isn't something a mere, uh, mere engineering knowledge could operate. And that's kind of what Renfall was telling you. It's like, we were, we were experts. We made this. We built this city. Um, and so this would require <laughs> Matthew's grimacing, trying not to burst. He's out trying so hard. Trying so hard. I know. He's <laughs> from Jersey, dude. <laughs> I, I can't help it. He's going to rip the sleeves off his shirt. Rip the two sleeves off. Don't you remember? Don't you remember? This is like. You probably think, yeah, use magic device. Is this actually a Jefferson Starship? It's a Jefferson Starship. No, it's just Starship. That was oh, a, it's a Starship. It was original name before Zephyr Hall. It's it's undergone a lot of changes. <laughs> if you're skilled in use magic device, you could probably figure this out. But like, it would take multiple use magic device checks, successful to be able to, uh, you know, what activate it blindly without the the knowledge of how these things worked. Not saying it's impossible. Okay. So check one. Here we go. Here we go. But you don't know if there's a penalty for fail. Here. Already rolled. Already yeah, rolled. Too, too late. late. What, are, what are the rolls? Use magic device. Okay. Rolled a 19. I rolled a 26. Oh, you figured out step one. Look at him. He's so angry. We figured it out. <laughs> you now know how to fly the castle. Have you ever noticed that the first stage in Troy getting angry is just all emotion leaving his face? It's just like flat. It's just completely flat. That's like total like serial killer face. Like that? Yeah. 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 Perfect. Which steel eye are you like working on out of the four? North, south, east, and west? Explosion. Which of way? Arcane death. When we left Ash Peak, which direction were we traveling? When you left Ash Peak, uh, do you have? Mm, Bigly, we would, we big, would have known from where the mountain was. Yeah, and just looking, it looks like you were moving north. Okay, I'll go to the north Steely. Okay. No, you know I'll go to the south Steely and see if I can. What happens if I try to counter the move? I'll go to the north. So imagine this just like you go to the north too. No, no, I go to the north. He goes to the south. You go to the south. Just playing around with it. I go to the south. You go to the north. Hmm. I go to the west. Do you go to the no? Goddamn it, <laughs> You go there and you're, you're you're you put your hands on the ruins and you're just like, if this was a trap, you'd be in your element maybe. But you're just looking and you're like, you press a couple things, nothing happens. Metro goes down to the broke. Side. It's broke. It's warped. It's it doesn't work. It's warped. Tell you. Why else give me a warped one? <laughs> Metro goes down to the southern one. And just like uh, steeped in her knowledge of Arcana, she runs her hands over the symbols, looks at the symbols on the plates on the engine, and just presses into it. And you feel as if you've activated it. Do we feel any change in inertia? Is it? Do we feel a change in the movement of the? None whatsoever. Star Trek bridge thing. We're all just like being thrown around. Yeah. Oh, oh. It was oh. tilting the camera. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, no. You just feel like. Sparks fly. <laughs> Someone throws himself in the background. <laughs> oh. 
Give Someone me... clearly runs and jumps over a panel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can see they're like, yeah, you're running start. Like, ah. You can give me, uh, you're not really intelligent, right? Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Ouch. I have a 12 intelligence. What about Metra? <laughs> We're having a good time. We're having fun. <laughs> I'm, actually, I don't... Well, N- Nestor's actually smarter than, than Metra. So is Dahlgren. Yeah. I'm extremely charismatic. All right, give, uh, give, everybody give me an intelligence check. Okay. <laughs> Let me know if you're rolling. Natural 20. 16. 17. Oh, 17 for Nestor as well. 12. 13. Yeah. M- mere intelligence isn't enough um, to try and figure out what's going on, but nothing changes by activating one of them. Uh, Baron will try to invoke Renfall. Renfall, show yourself. We need your guidance. See if anything happens. Worth a shot in the dark. Can I do a knowledge religion to see how you get God to show up yeah. right when you need him? <laughs> Good luck. People Look, been asking that. For I think we need to find a beach, and when we're in a lot of trouble, he'll show up and walk us? Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Skit said something about that. Yeah. Um, I nailed it. Ten on knowledge religion. <laughs> what is the meaning of life? You don't know. It's 14 now, Julie. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use a bottle cap on this one. Yeah. It's really important. <laughs> yeah. I really need to know. I'm picking up some signs from Troy here. I don't think we're supposed to do this. I don't think so. Either. I think we're helping. No, don't don't right read now. into my, uh, my face. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Don't look at, don't look at my face. Don't look at me. Look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> What so if you were to describe the like I know I don't understand quite what's going on intellectually but now that I've activated the panel and use my music magic device I assume that's going to be like I'm tapping into some sort of magical understanding and maybe instinct and right Renfall said that this was a uh, a marvel of both engineering and uh, magic mm-hmm. and engineering isn't your jam it's stymied barren, um, and so you just feel like you're tapping into the, the latter part of that, the magical essence of this, and you feel like you've activated one of the stilae. Do you have to activate all four? Oh. What happens when you do? Can you do anything by just activating one? It's nothing's really... You're, you're blindly going about this. Can I try activating... It's the- like someone... It's like you walked into NASA, right? <laughs> you snuck into NASA, yeah. <laughs> and you got onto a space shuttle. Uh-huh. And you were just looking at the panel, and you were like, "Let me see if I can figure this out." <laughs> and you just start clicking. Buttons. And you had no frame of reference, right? You know, that's but basically me, what you're doing. But I had played. But I had played lots of piloting and flight simulator video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you're, you're like, I think I, I think I know how to do this. That that is that is the best uh, best metaphor I can come up with right now. Can I try to roll use magic device on the other three stele? You absolutely can. Which one do you want to go to now? Let's go to the west. Yeah, so what you do just right now is the equivalent of like you press something and you heard like powering up. up. All right. Let's try this. Self destruct. Do you want to aid? Yeah. Self destruct. Do you want to aid, dog? Uh, Yes. I aid. Natty 17. Whoa. 32, including dogger's aid. Which one is this? The west. The west. Rubbing your hands over these symbols, these engravings. You depress your hands again and... Looks like that one is activated as well. Just wanted to point something out. Sure. If we broke into NASA, snuck onto a space shuttle, we wouldn't know how to fly it. 
We could still fuck it up. I though. think we could fuck it up <laughs> though. That's that's all I want to do. We could I think keep we somebody could... else from flying <laughs> it for damn sure. At least for a while. If some of the space shuttle were already in flight, I think we oh, could yeah. definitely do a lot of damage. Oh yeah, yeah. I think they'd be horrified if they saw us in there, which leads me to believe that you could do something to screw it up. All right, to the south. We did the south. We did the west. I'm sorry, to the north. To the north. Steal it in the Steel north. north. Steal it in the north. Natural 20. Oh, Natural 19 oh, on the confirmalicious. Oh, oh, oh. On the confirmalicious. <laughs> three of the four still Oh, man. Three out of four ain't bad. Three out of four, four ain't bad. Bottle cap on this one. Trade it in. Nobody? I don't, I don't think <laughs> All right, I have you one. can use mine. Really? I don't have one. Oh. oh. All right, I'm going to try to aid. Here we go. Let's see. Can I get uh, one? I uh, aid. And I rolled a natural 16. Oh, my oh! God! We did it! 31. Oh! Oh! One. Oh! The fourth stele lights up as well. They have all been activated. And still no change of motion, no change of anything. What are we missing, Metra? The mechanical portion, of course. Mm. Only we had an engineer among us. Poor Barrett. <laughs> I think I should Where get another check now that the stele are activated. Well, like there must situations be some sort of changed. Thing. We had a competent dwarven engineer with us. <laughs> I actually Someone have more brain. points or, or a higher proficiency in profession fisherman than I do in engineering. <laughs> well, uh, uh, it's incredible. Let's start removing plates. Yeah. See what happens. If we activate these things, we may be able to remove the plates now. Dogwraith will try to grab a plate. Which one? A red one or a pink one? That seems to be the only two colors. A pink one. This one seems softer. Not as important, maybe. Dogwraith goes to grab one of the plates glowing with a pink Hugh, roll a reflex save. Oh, it is burning hot to the touch. Ah, can you pull your hands away fast enough? 33. You can. Oh, she's hot. She's running hot. Need some coolant in there. Yeah, it looks like the pink ones are even hotter than the red ones. Of course they are. <laughs> is there a linguistic check we can do on any of the symbols you mentioned or is there a way for us to interpret any of the markings you feel like you've interpreted everything so far that they're just they're numbers and giant with astronomical s- uh, symbols that are relating to the stars across the horizon so this is how they steer the castle got it hmm. is there any uh, indication of any mechanism that might turn the whole cylinder like is there uh, I don't know wheel switches whatever these huge tubes are that are coming off of it like, can it turn yeah can it ever turn does it look like it could give me a arcana check anyone who can roll arcana uh, 27 natural 2 Ooh. can't believe Dalgrith got it he studies arcana for the purposes of hunting monsters <laughs> You feel like 
now that you've activated these stelae, you could, in essence, steer the castle. Oh. What Volstis couldn't do, he can do from the power of the diadem atop his head. He can just mentally steer the castle. You now feel that you may have the power to actually steer the castle. Of course, if you just say west, you would think that Volstis can just move it right back. But you know that this is a power that could very well come in handy. Yeah. But maybe not right this minute. Yeah. Right, not this... I mean... Just you, picturing Vols just, Ripley, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, the castle just starts going in another direction. Yeah, because he would know that exactly where you are, for one thing. He would just be able to, you think, override anything you're trying to do. Manual override. Manual override. Um, but this is knowledge that even he doesn't have. Is there Ooh, a... Wow. We're smarter than Volstice. Yeah. He looks around, nods, smiles. <laughs> is there a stele or another kind of like, um, what I'm looking for is like a computer screen, for lack of a better term, that has like the, the heading, the bearing, the information, the, the knots we're traveling at, the, the direction, the bearing. A heads up display. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Um, I'm going to need a, a very hard spellcraft check. That I can't do for you. I'll, oh, I'll do it as well. I'll, I'll aid. You ready? And I ate. Uh, 24. 24. Not going to be enough. Yeah. You, you do feel like it's heading north, but you can't tell in what direction. You do. You feel like it'd be easier to try and move it where you wanted it to go than to know where it's going, if that makes sense. Yeah. Knowing about, knowing that the, the liar we found had an ability to shield liar! objects from magical interference or disintegrate spells, for example... Can I do some sort of uh, arcana or spellcraft to see if there's any kind of shielding like that on this on the system? Like, what would happen if I just wanted to start disintegrating some of the pipes? Uh, you could crash the castle. That would be good. But you're on it. And Not where would it land? That's a good point. Yeah. On that church from a few episodes back? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we survived. <laughs> The rocks, we survived that sword. I think we're going to be all right. What? What is that? There's a castle coming towards us. And God is on it. He's riding it like a dolphin. He's right into our church. Like Aquaman atop a dolphin. Um, I mean, that's an interesting question, right? Like, if, if we could crash this castle and guarantee... That no, but none of the giants in this castle would ever seek to subjugate the small folk ever again. Would it be worth our lives? Hundred percent, hundred percent, man. I do get the feeling it's gonna, it, it's going to end the adventure a little sooner than we yeah, planned. Yeah, that's interesting. Though it's an interesting thing to think about. The interesting thing to think about. Here's what I'll say: is this book takes into account every possibility, and it's my job also to take into account every possibility. So you can do anything you want just don't know what the consequences are going to be i think it's in case of emergency break uh, engine room thing where yeah. uh, if all of us are going down and maybe metra's left she teleports out of there and starts futzing with pipes here's something that i think i'm going to reiterate to you because you already have this information and even though you're not bringing it up i think it's something your characters would know do you remember reading about the dead man switch yes i can search my notes for it 
Dead Man Sword. Uh, yeah, I, I completely forgot what what it's connected to, but I do remember reading about. Where where was this? We found it after we killed. Uh, What's his face? Titarian. Titarian. We went into the room, his office, and we learned oh. some stuff about. Because that's where we, we with learned all the lieutenants the, and all the. Yeah, we, yeah exactly. Huh. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, my notes are coming up blank right now. Yeah. Well, I can tell you what you already know. The engine is outfitted. This is all you know. It's very vague. You know that the engine is outfitted with some kind of dead man switch that can trigger a powerful explosive hidden somewhere uh, near the engine room. Okay? So, whatever triggers that dead man switch could blow up the castle and send it careening down to the ground without you having control over it. Right. If that dead man switch got triggered, now you feel like it may be possible for you to steer the castle. Now, who knows what the explosion is going to do, but you may be able to depending on where you are, depending on what the situation is, be able to steer it should that happen. Also, once you have control of the castle, if you are able to win this adventure, you'll be able to use it. Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking is like, this castle was not built for evil. You know, like it was built yeah. with good intentions and, and we also have an incorporeal ghost on our side who's like trying to protect this hall. If we do something deliberately to destroy it, we might make an enemy out of... Res, what's his name? Renfall. Renfall as well. Um, and if we can, yeah, if we can take it over, riskier proposition, but we can ensure this thing of power stays in the hands of the dwarves. So it's probably <laughs> tied to uh, the Storm Tyrant's pulse. And if we can't find a way to like put the diadem on one of us without it missing a beat, as we kill him, we'll have to find our way we'll back down here. We'll have to steer the castle and we'll crash. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. I wonder if the diadem is the dead man's switch. Right. I wonder mm. if that's the secondary yeah, property. Um, all right. Do we... Uh, in that intelligence, can you remind us what we knew about the enchantment that prevents a teleportation into and out of the castle? Is that tied to the engine or is that just a separate enchantment? Is it tied to the bases of the statues outside? Yeah. If we just turn those off, we good? <laughs> yeah. Disintegrate the, stu- the, the uh... disintegrate the pedestal. All you know is that the castle is surrounded by some sort of energy field that prevents flight or teleportation directly into or out of the castle. Smaller entrances exist in the rocky base that support the keep, mm. and you would think that's probably where you went in. Right. All right. So we could always just fly into the moon door, theoretically. As long as we know where, where it the comes out. castle is. Unless that energy field protects the moon door. Doesn't say anything about, anything about falling out of the castle. Right. Surely they want to they want to certainly they want to preserve that, you know, motivational tool. Yeah. There's a couple complications, right? Because you could just steer this into the ground and die with it, or steer it into the ground and run to the moon door and jump out, but it could very well uh, end a civilization, depending on where it lands. It could just wipe out more innocence than it would, that would take the Volsus months to do so. So it's a real Sophie's choice. Yeah. It also just gave me a, a terrifying image of this thing having bomb doors, like the Enola Gay or something, just like, uh, you know. Or <laughs> it does. Read the Sweet, Enola Gay. Well, yeah, but they probably, they, they might have something <laughs> even larger and more destructive ordnance than the boulders and smork, smoke bombs we found. Yeah. Or the smork bombs. <laughs> or the smork bombs. <laughs> even worse. Um, all right. Well, then Metro would like to spend some time here studying the room so I know it well enough that I could teleport here if need be. 
Ah, important. Yes, because mm-hmm. now that you know that you feel pretty confident you can teleport about the castle, yeah. that's going to be great if you have to get here in a pinch yeah. and leave someone behind. Maybe they some behind? Maybe they're not close enough to you. Oh, I see. Maybe they're climbing on a giant 50 feet away. I won't name names. <laughs> they, don't, they don't know won't hurt them, right? How is a corpse going to climb up the back of a giant at that point in the story? <laughs> this is real fucked up. What else do you want to do? You do you think we could still trigger the thing in Dogress armor that makes that puts like the image of him after he's dead? He, he got rid of that armor. Uh, yeah. You were saying the center that was emanating light had some special property to it. We haven't really interacted with that. We've interacted with the uh, stelae and stelae. Oh, there's also the hatches and the hatches. We can we open the up the hatches? Sure, you go over to uh, which hatch? Northeast. Southwest. Go to hell. <laughs> I heard northeast. All right, so you go over to the northeast hatch. Looks like it might be able to be lifted. You try to lift it just by yourself. You can't. Uh, tandem strength checks. Um, we'll say you take your time. There's another pants pooping. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> But eventually you open it, and there is a ladder (gasps) descending inside (gasps) into the... And we'll see you next week. Oh, Oh, man. man. The road to 300 (laughs) is underway. The road to 300 goes through a ladder. Take it back. 300. Will Dograth be alive in episode 300? (laughs) Take it back. I got 25 on no. (laughs) You can't bet. It's not fair. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) The Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.